Kong the Florist here. This episode, we're going to talk a little bit about buying habits, um, particularly um, suggestions on how to buy, where to buy, what to buy, um, that kind of helps you. So, so the thing you have to think about is, yes, there are wholesalers out there, and the wholesalers need to make a profit. We own a wholesale company, and our margin is 40%. So it's like if we if we pay a dollar for it, we charge a dollar sixty. Um, you know, there's a lot of loss. There's a lot of labor involved. I mean, you remember as a wholesaler, you're getting a whole box of roses in, and you're pulling one. You're opening the box up, and believe me, today we got five hundred boxes in, and I opened a hundred of those boxes. So it was a little uh. It was a little wearing out. And, and that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the fact that you can pick and choose what you need and what you want. Do you pay a little more for it? Yes, you do. What happens is, is when you get to the point where you can use a whole box. So here's a perfect example. Um, we have standing orders that are wholesale of 100 roses. Four different colors. And it's from the same farm, same price. And the, the, customer, the customer knows that, and the customer can sell that. It might be a lavender, a pink, a yellow, and a red. Or it might just be all colors, lavender, yellow, pink, and white. But they know they have them coming in every Monday, so they can talk to their customers and sell that kind of product. Can you get a better price on a standing order? Yes, you can. To be honest with you, depending on how much volume you do, the margin goes down to 35, it might even go down to 30. Because we don't have to. T- all we have to do is just move it. We don't have to open it. So, but you have to think about um, your markups, and you also need to think about being able to use the flowers you buy across multiple arrangements. So, if you're going to buy a bunch of lilies, ten stems, and you only you only have two sold, you got to figure out how to use those other other eight stems. And when you make, if you start a website, or if you use pictures from another website. Look at the flowers and make sure that you're picking arrangements with the same kinds of flowers. That way you're not buying a hundred different types of flowers. Now, you know, you it, you can do a, a designer's choice and buy some neat stuff, but you really have to think about that cost of goods. I mean, if you can get fresh flowers to 20%, you're going to be profitable. And when I, when, I, when I mean by that, for those that maybe didn't listen to the other one or maybe I can't remember what I was talking about before, um, we wor- you can work on a three-time markup plus 20% labor or a five-time markup. If you do a five-time markup, that's going to put your cost of goods at 20%. Now, you're going to pay a little more from the wholesaler. Can you make that on a wire in order? No. You probably can because they have specific recipes and you really can't cut corners. Um, what you can do, and you didn't hear this from me, but, you know, a stem of minis is a stem of minis. Um, so if you buy from somebody who sells a lesser quality stem, but you get a better price and you're filling wire-ins with it, you're not, you're not cheating anybody. The same thing with roses. If you find yourself in your wiring business doing a lot of shorter arrangements with roses, start buying 40-centimeter roses. And if you find that you're not using them much in your shop, maybe that's your cash-and-carry special in your shop, the 40-centimeter roses. 
you really have to look, you know, in the beginning or wherever you're at, you need to look at what can I do with every bunch of flowers that I get in? And how many times can I utilize a sunk cross? <clears throat> it's the same thing with containers. <clears throat> when you buy a cube, a square cube, which we'll talk about supplies, I think, in the next episode, because, you know, there's a there's a reality of, you know, does the designer like it? Or does the customer like it? and Or does the customer even care? And we'll talk about that in the next episode. Because um, I struggle sometimes with designers that, you know, want to play with nicer flowers. But <clears throat> you may not have the business to do that. And it's okay to buy those every once in a while. But if you buy them every week and they die, or you can't get the markup in them, it's not working for you. And you got to think again. You got to think of the business as a business. Think of it as any other business. You got to make money. And when you're talking about flowers, now fresh flower arrangements in most cases will be 80% of your business. Now you can go ahead and say, well, I'm going to sell plants. I'm going to sell gift merchandise. I'm going to sell all this stuff. True, you will. But you'll still find out that your fresh flower arrangements are going to be 80% of your business if you have a website and if you're a regular retail florist. Now, if you're a niche florist and you might have a a nice location, it gets a ton of walk-in, and you can go ahead and cater to cash and carry people, that might be a different matter. But in the most part, about 80% of your business is going to be flower arrangements. So that's what you need to focus on. you got to really concentrate on those fresh arrangements. <coughs> you keep track of your losses. You know, you're buying 25 pink roses, 25 yellow roses, you're buying 100 red roses, and at the end of the week or whatever, you're throwing away, you know, more than 10% you're overbuying. You got to make sure that you get to that 20%. Now let's talk about uh, let's talk about where to get the flowers. I said the wholesaler is one thing. Once you get busy enough, you can probably buy direct if you can find a wholesaler that'll accept freight. Um, and you you need to do that. You can't have the stuff shipped to you. The reason being is. All the wholesalers around you, their product gets delivered on a refrigerated truck. And and people don't realize, a lot of floors don't realize, is that if the stuff's coming FedEx, it's been sitting in a truck. And whether it was in the middle of winter and it's too cold, or the middle of summer when it's too hot, the quality of the product's not going to be there. The wholesalers all have refrigerated trucks. It, it goes into a cooler at a freight company, and then the freight company loads it in a refrigerated truck and then puts it in the cooler at the wholesaler. So the product is, you know, that's the, the cold chain is maintained as best you can. And that's what you need. The only exceptions is there's some California product you can FedEx. A lot of greens like eucalyptus and things like that, you could probably FedEx. But uh, all in all, we found even like California product when we've had, when we missed our truck or our truck window and we had to have stuff shipped to us, it, it doesn't hold up as well as if it had been sitting in a refrigerated truck for one or two days to get to us. So you got to keep that in mind. If you buy direct, you got to find a wholesaler that will accept your freight. Can you save a little bit? Yeah, you can. Um, but you also should talk to your wholesaler about saying, hey, this is what they're going to charge me direct for it. Can you match it? Because remember, you're going to pay what they're, what they're charging you, plus you're going to pay the box charges. Now you got to keep that in mind. You got to add your box charges into what you're paying for those flowers when you go to the wholesaler and go, "Can you match it?" Because it's not just the cost of flowers; it's it's the it's the box charges. 
because if you buy it from the wholesaler, they've already figured the box charges in the markup. And that's how wholesale works is you take the cost of the flowers and you take the freight. And it's not just in, in what you don't realize. I mean, when you're buying from Miami, the freight from South America is already in there. But in our case, we buy farm level. So we, we pay two freights. We pay the transportation costs from South America to Miami, and then we pay another cost from Miami to Orlando or well, wherever we're at. Let's, okay, we're in Orlando. Okay. So you also have to keep that in mind too. So so look at your product. Make sure you're doing your five-time markup on your flowers. Now, are there times you can't? Yes. So let's talk, let's talk Valentine's Day, roses. You can't mark roses. If, if roses go up to $1.99 from a wholesaler, let's say $2 from a wholesaler, and they're normally 75 cents. Well, you can't take that $2 and charge $10 a rose. So what you have to do is you have to charge, the, you have to raise your price at least the difference in the gross profit. So let's say you pay $0.75 cents and now they're $2. So that's a dollar and a quarter a rose times 12 roses. It's $12, $16, right? Did I do the math right? Well, you, got, you kind of get the gist. So let's say it's $16. So you take your normal price of your roses and you're probably going to need to raise the price $20 because that'll cover additional pro increases maybe for greens or something like that. And you have to look at all your product lines at a holiday. You can't make the 20% cost of goods at Valentine's Day because you can't mark it up, but you can make the margin. So you can still make the gross dollars. And in the long run, it'll you know day in, day out, you'll still get close to that 20%. Can I keep that in mind too? He greens, you know, there's a lot of bucket trucks and people that come around. A lot of them have really good flowers. Um, I, you know, if you, when you're starting out, if you want to buy from a bucket truck, that's fine. Again, the same thing with them is, you know, make sure you look at the quality. Um, you, buying greens off a bucket truck probably isn't too bad. If you get busy enough, you can probably talk to uh, companies about shipping you greens. Greens wouldn't be a bad thing to ship FedEx. Probably wouldn't be a problem with that. And there's, there's all sorts of different kinds of green companies that would make your own box. They would put leather leaf in there. They would put uh, jade in there. They would put aspidistra in there. They would put a multitude of greens. You can tell them, just make me a mixed greens box. How much would you charge me? Da, 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 da. And buy direct from a, from a greens company. Again, same thing. We buy a ton of greens at our wholesale operation because people want to buy one bunch. I get it. You know, it is what it is. Now, if somebody buys a whole box of 20 leather leaf, they get a better price than if they buy one bunch of leather leaf. So really look at your markups. Look at your look at what you're buying. And that's got to coincide with what you're selling. So think about what can I buy? What can I sell? Are they going to go together? We've gone to the point where we're trying to use the same container across a multitude of arrangements, the same flower across a multitude of arrangements. And you know how we know when we don't have a flower on our website? It's sitting in the cooler at the end of the week. Because, they, you know, if, it, if, if somebody doesn't specially say, I'll, do, I'll make an arrangement with this flower, it's not going to sell unless we sell a, a seasonal mixed arrangement or something like that, and the designer happens to grab that flower. So you want to keep in mind, again, every single flower in your cooler, your salespeople or you or whoever need to know every single flower that's in there. So when a customer calls and goes, I'd like something for a sympathy arrangement. Oh, well, we can do something in like whites and off-whites. And you know you might have vanilla roses in there. You know you might have white lilies in there or white snaps or white stock, different things like that. And you can say, I can, use, I can do this and this and this in there and make it really pretty, do a pave style. 
and so you're selling you're selling out of your cooler, which is what you want to do. You want to try not to sell and then have to go buy more flowers if you have stuff in your cooler. And ideally, you want to run out of flowers at the end of the week. We 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 actually run a Friday special just to move product out because our standing orders coming back in on 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 Monday. So we always do that, and it's it's good to just do that. And plus, you get traffic in your store and. You can have conversations with people, and hopefully people that buy those kind of flowers, when they have a need to send flowers, will reach out to you again and order flowers to be delivered. All right, that's all for now. I will see you next time.